Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hello? yes. Okay, yep. Hi, yes. Hello, Hi. y'all. I know you're used to hearing Mr. Jack O'Brien teases class, but I am the substitute, uh, and I would like to welcome you, the internet, to season 195, episode 5 of the Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. It's a production of iHeartRadio, and it's the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday. Thank you. July 30th, 2021. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. Fucking with the best, yes, I'm a host. Never had a problem making shows. The ride-out music's all I know in Hawaii volcanoes. Shout-out to uh, the track I'm a Zoe by Black Data, if you remember that from 2010, the Haitian rapper. And shout-out to Christy Yamaguchi Main for that wonderful AKA. That's a good deep cut. I mean, I have I forgot about that song, and I was like, mm-hmm. "How are you referencing this song?" But again, that's what we do. We hop in the DeLorean, go back eleven years to bygone Haitian rappers. Now, it's important that I bring in my guest host, someone who has stood by my side when I've just been left in the lurch by Jack. I said, "I need to help somebody. Needs mm-hmm. to help me carry the show," and mm-hmm. I am thrilled and pleased to be joined by the talented, the brilliant. Uh, but you got a new podcast out. And you might want to fuck with it. It's about Kathy. It's the act cast. And you know her from the Bechdel cast. You know her from... What what don't you know her from? Please welcome our favorite Lil Zamboni herself, Jamie Loftus. A.K.A. Jamie, 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 Jamie. My dog has shitty garbage politics. (laughs) I wrote that one myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm at you. I'm in. I've been in a purple state, so he's been really trotting around the yard, telling people to vote blue, no matter who. And I keep trying to explain to him why that's a flawed, you know, mentality. <laughs> flawed premise. Yeah, yeah, there's no nuance in that. What state are you in? I'm in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I'm okay. back, baby. I'm eating yeah. so much cheese, and there's a tornado, and that, that I think that that's all that's happened in Wisconsin. Tor- tornado for years. Tornadoes freak me out. Uh, well, let's get to our guest. This yeah. is somebody who is, you know, just an OG in that area. So people know him. I mean, look, he's a writer. He's a comedian. Yeah. He's an improviser. Yeah. He's yeah. he's everywhere you want to be. He's like Visa or MasterCard or American Express. I don't know which one it is, but this man <laughs> is talented beyond all belief. Please welcome the wonderful and brilliant Carl Tard. Oh, y'all done did it. Y'all done did it to him. Y'all done lifted the band. You lifted the band. The band is over. If anybody remembers that, shout out to you for rocking with the show that long. But oh, the band, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I mean, that nobody a, remembers that. Been, how long is? Some I mean, it's might. been that band has been in place four for years? for years, four or five point. years. Yeah. yeah, more years. I would this like to remember huge. that. I'm like, damn, I've been doing this show for that long. Yeah, man, <laughs> and you still broke. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm still in a monster. <laughs> 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 like, I even when I'm like, yes, I'm moving up. They're like, here's a Mazda for six months. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I still don't have a driver's license. <laughs> it's you don't? It's been four oh, years. Shit. No. Yeah, it has you? nothing to do with, I, I would like to hold Zeitgeist personally accountable for me not having a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep failing the test. You've transcended Zeitgeist. Let's be real. <laughs> I just uh, don't Anything it. at this point, that's on you, Jamie. That's on you and <laughs> your representatives. Man, okay. we cheated on that written test. And did you do the same? I'm sure... Miles, you have a similar... Jamie, you're from LA? You're not from California, are you? No, no I'm from, from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. Well, out here, they the test, the written test, 
was the same for everybody. It was on a long strip of paper, and mm-hmm. all they did was rearrange where the questions were. So when people took their written test at <sighs> school and they got all the answers right, you just had to memorize the answers. And yeah, exactly. That's how you passed that written test. Yeah. And because there's only like three, like mm-hmm. if you had three of them, you basically had every question. Yeah. But the, my thing was in high school, I, did, I didn't get my license because all my other friends were like so on it and my parents weren't getting me a car or anything like that. So I was like, what the fuck I'm going to do with the license? Yeah. So I was always getting chauffeured around, as I like to say, in high school. And then yeah. when I actually passed, when I went for my test, I did that thing where every, you know, I'm sure every state has that DMV in their area where they're like, you can show up drunk. They will still give you a driver's license. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was the Arlita DMV for me. Yeah, it was it was Inglewood DMV for me. Yeah, there's always those spots. I failed at Inglewood DMV. I failed at Inglewood DMV. I failed at Glendale DMV. I've failed at three different DMVs in the metropolitan. Go to Arlita. Area. Go to Arlita. Okay, I haven't tried there yet. Yeah, yeah. Arlita. If 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 things have still held steady yeah. since <laughs> my time out there, Arlita, you could. I'm sure you could even show up with like fake ID, and they're like, "All right, Mr. Reagan, yeah. are you fake ready ID for your and test? like hit like, the yeah. hit a mailbox, and you're good." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh good. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Doing well. Doing all right. Chilling. Man. Traveling. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we're all man, in your different shoe states. Rack is looking strong back there. You seeing that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. People, people they, don't know. He's got a he's got a shoe hall behind him. They were all on the floor before, and then I moved, <laughs> and I had a I got a, a office space here, and and I got a second bedroom, and decided oh, to have man. a little office space, and so I was there, I bought some racks off of yeah. the evil overlord Amazon. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry to those who are woke, but I had to get these <laughs> shoe racks, and I needed them quick. Also, wait, you have a DJ set up back there? Do I see a rain mixer? Yeah, you see behind that. you? Yeah. Oh, shit. What are you? Yeah. What? what? A, I might, are you a D, you DJ? I might throw some Anita Baker on and mix it with a little shot. <laughs> wait, when do you, since, when oh do you, have God. you, when were you, have you been spinning? We, we'll talk about this off air, Miles. Uh, yeah, wow, There's man, been a lot going on during the band. As somebody who, who, who DJed a lot, I, this, I saw, I was clocking that logo. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing yeah, with you that see, rain mixer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing clubs? We're getting back. I ain't doing clubs yet. I'm just doing brunches. You know? I told you, I throw on my... I throw on my Herb Albert, making love in the rain. Okay, yes. <laughs> at the yes. brunch? We love the trumpet sound. At the brunch. That's what you, you Incredible. know, the brunch, because everybody's talking at the brunch. Everybody's yeah. talking, everybody's, you know, stuffing their faces, and then they hear their little groove, and they go, oh, oh, oh shit. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> Is that that old school? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. I throw on that rise. Ooh. I throw on that Herb <laughs> Albert <laughs> rotation. You're like, okay, I see what's going on. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad that everybody's doing well and you're in wisconsin and you got yeah. cheese and tornadoes and all kinds of stuff hot dogs yeah yeah okay well let's let's get into the show a little bit let's be let's give people a preview of what we're going to talk about today first we're going to talk about the capitol police they said they will arrest the maskless if you are in the capitol because nancy Pelosi's not playing around and you will get arrested Unless you're a member of Congress, in which case we'll see how far she'll take that. We'll also talk about, you know, just kind of checking in with just the sort of mass exodus from a lot of jobs continues where like while a lot of business owners like there's a labor shortage. It seems like more and more than anything, we are starting to see things begin to sort of realign or at least people take, you know, the the power into their own hands to decide how they want to work. Uh, Then we'll talk about Trump, uh, unfortunately, because, you know, he's been. He's been saying he's a kingmaker. You know, all the Republicans are like, I mean, what his word is, is gold. And whatever he says is the truth. It's the gospel. And he's been picking some losers recently in some special elections. So we'll check in on his kingmaking ability and his decision making ability. Not great. 
We'll also check in with the Tokyo Shit Show, aka the Olympics. And we'll talk I saw about a jewel heist today. I was eating. Oh, you did cheese curds, watching badminton. Yeah. Okay. Look at you. That's exciting. Little Miss Muffet eating your curds <laughs> and whey. And then we'll talk about a jewel heist in Paris that somehow involves Jean Claude Van Damme, and mm. it's it's very silly, but just kind of funny to me because I didn't realize <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme was just so fucking popular still. <laughs> but first, Carl, we want to ask you, our guest, what is something from your search history that's, you know, like revealing, well, you know, just reveal something about who you are, where you are, what you're up to. All right. I looked at my Google and this thing I saw that y'all would like to hear about is chopped beef. I Googled chopped okay. beef. Ooh. Why? Because I was at Denny's last night with a buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out Chenadu Unaka. And oh, y'all yeah. know Chen. And uh, I was at I was at Denny's with Chenadu, and I wanted to get the. I was like, you know, I never order chicken fried steak. And then I looked right. to see how they mm-hmm. prepared it, and I, and it said chopped beef. I was like, chopped beef. I feel like chopped beef when they say it like that is just hamburger meat. And I'm yeah, not trying right. to eat a chicken fried hamburger. And so I Google what chopped beef was, as opposed to cube steak, which is just really tenderized steak, which which looks like. It could be hamburger patty, but it's not. It's, ch- it's ch- right. cube steak. Just smashed mm-hmm. to shit yeah, so you don't realize how eggs. tough it is. Exactly. And uh, they were two different things, so I didn't order that. I got the uh, Grand Slamwich. Isn't chopped beef like brisket? It could be. There, so there is a chopped like beef a like brisket. Place? Yeah. At, yeah. Yes. So when you'll see chopped beef, it'll be like a, a chopped up brisket type situation, which you would put in a stew or something like that. But the chopped beef that they had at Denny's, was most certainly hamburger meat. <laughs> Ground beef. That's a good that's a good like scam to just be like chopped beef could be anything and you can't ask for specifics. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, that Yeah, what do you yeah. say like it's chopped beef? Yeah. I, I know but it's just can can you tell me what kind of beef, like what part it is? It's chopped beef. Chopped beef. What okay. type of what knife did you chop it with? You chop it with an axe? Like what did yeah. you chop it with? <laughs> Oh man, how was how was what was uh was Denny's packed? Was what how was it in there? Denny's was not packed. It was mm. pretty empty, so it mm. was uh safe, you know. Sad <laughs> times. Yeah, it was pretty empty. <laughs> and my my grand slam which was kind of cold. My hash browns was kind of cold, but I was it was only mm. speaking of labor shortages, there was only one lady working. She was she oh, was wow. running in and out and you know, we didn't we didn't give her no stress. I didn't I only asked for two diet cokes. But uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's yeah. We'll we'll get to that too. The it's incredible restraint. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could because I was fiending. I was fiending for some of that phenylalanine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I only I only asked for two because I'm like, look, she's busy. Even though she only got a couple takes, only a few people in here. But she was the only person working. It felt like a That's 1950s so... diner. Like right, right. Can't right. help you, Shug. But like <laughs> it was it was like one person. I'm like, man, that's, right. that's crazy. Uh. Oh, man. What's something that you think is overrated? I'm going to tell you because I just saw this. I think something that is overrated is people using the word normalize in tweets. I'm sick of that. I just saw one that, like, normalize buying a plot of land with your friends and raising <laughs> cattle and raising your kids. Who is, who is saying that that is not normal, number one? Number two, why don't you fucking do it? It feels like right. people say normalize, it'd be stuff that they don't do. Like, they just want to, like, not be ridiculed for it. And it's like, be right. a leader. Don't worry about what other people need to normalize. Right. If you want to yeah. buy a plot of land with your friends and raise your families on it like a cult, then do that. Ain't nobody care. Right. Ain't nobody think about you. 
Yeah, but it doesn't need to be normal. Normalize yeah. it. Normalize wearing bootcut jeans with your Air Max ninety five. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, oh my god, no. That and that's true, Carla. It sounds like a thing that you get like people will tease somebody for, and then they have to go and be like, "We need to normalize, yeah, picking your nose at Denny's, yeah, and then putting the boogers on your napkin, and then you count them at the end of your meal just to kind of keep pace with what your booger output is every day. We need to normalize. Normalize. That. I'm just saying. If I saw it, I wouldn't think it was weird. That's just me. <laughs> do you, but, yeah. boo, do you. What other normalizing do we, I always feel like, what are the other ones you see? It's like, normalize, like, normalize, like, not buying whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's just, we, we are, we're, we're trying to normalize many things or we're I, I gotta yeah, Occasionally, I feel like it can be used well, but most of the time it's so, it's normalized being so sweaty in the summer that people mistake you for gloppy. That's when I just can <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to support that one. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff like saying, like, you know, normalize expressing your emotions with your male friends. I get that. Yeah. That's about mental health. Some of That's them about, make you know, sense. Yeah. yeah, pushing them back against, you know, toxic habits we might have. But, like, getting into this weird stuff, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Normalize filling your hat with beans. <laughs> and then going to a show it's like I don't know, i'm just saying just we shouldn't we shouldn't really be thumbing our noses at that yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we'll see any if uh, you like gang let us know if you've seen any good normalization tweets like not ones that make sense but ones that are <laughs> like being so sweaty people think you're gloppy did jack tweet that there that might be jack that might have been the tweet he got canceled over and that's why he's not here today <laughs> oh yeah i heard so about slick. i'm not on twitter anymore but i heard jack got canceled yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every, it's every day. It's every day. Um, he really can't stop talking. And I don't, I'm shocked he's still online. Because <laughs> he has all those sock puppet accounts. Um, <laughs> and he responds uh, to his Car- own tweets. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's really lame when you see Jack retweeting from the accounts. You know he runs the other ones, too. And it's like, <laughs> come on, Jack. If you ever what see you Jack here? tweet and then someone with an egg for an avatar says, great point, Jack. That's also Jack. <laughs> great, great point. Great point. Yeah. Oh, man. Carl, what is something that you think is underrated? Okay. What I think, I, something that I definitely think is underrated is finishing your fries before you get home. We don't talk about it. Mm. Mm. We, don't, we don't talk about it enough. Normalize finishing your fries before you get home. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> this sounds like a good opportunity to normalize something. So yeah. what, what do you mean when you're taking some, you, you got a to-go order? Yeah. When you're in the drive Because you don't want the fries food. to die in yeah. the back. Yeah. Because they can. Mm. Sometimes they hold up, but sometimes they can die. And some fries hold up? Because it's like, I, I always like hold a, hold, like hold a flame that my fries are going to, are going to make it to the next make day it. intact and it never happens. Wait, the next day you said? The next day. Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 no. No fry no. can no make fry it holds the next past day. maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. You're in the choo-choo zone because it's so call. chewy. I'm just going to leave the call. <laughs> but here, I'm not going to lie. I'm also the kind of person who hates wasting food. So if I have a ton of fries, I'll save them. And I'll look at them in my refrigerator and I'll say, I'm not going to fucking eat that. Although sometimes I'll repurpose them into hash browns. Like I'll put them in the pan and I'll chop Ooh. them up. Really? And then you can, yeah, 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 yeah. You can use old fries and then you can kind of, you can give them new life. Yeah. Interesting. What is y'all's stance on leftovers? Now, this, this, this is what's going to get me canceled with the, with all the food shortages that is going on in the world. But I don't do leftovers, man. I can't do them. Uh, it, it, do you, it, it, it's only specific things I can do. Like, I can eat pizza not even for like, three I was days. Say pizza? 
Yeah, okay. I can do pizza for a long time. Also, well, the homie Vivian, she told me how to do pizza, like give pizza new life. Mm-hmm. Cold pizza's bomb. But yeah. she told me how to give pizza new life where you put it in a skillet yep. and put a, a like a spoonful of water. of water in it and then put the, the top over it. Yep. And I tried that and I was like, oh, damn, that works. Yeah. It brings really? it back. It was crazy. Yeah. Whoa. That's uh, that's uh, Dear Leader Jack's favorite way to bring back a slice, too. He's besides the cold gas study and the Havana syndrome. That's all he talks about is putting a piece of pizza in a skillet with a <laughs> drop of water. Put the lid on for one minute. The bottom is crispy. The top is bubbly. And you're you're right back. You're back you in the game. I can't what else do we eat leftovers. Is, I, that, is it just pizza? I can do pasta, too. I can do pasta. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about Chinese food? Chinese food I can do. I so guess there are I a guess few. I do do can What are the ones you don't but do? Like, Maybe let's get not, to those. Like I'm not, not going to eat. A, not going to do no burger after Oh no, done. burgers fuck. Okay. If I or order burrito. what would I order at a at a restaurant? I also don't like carrying. If I got somewhere to go after the restaurant, I'm sorry. I'm not going to carry that shit around. Or I'll mm-hmm. take it outside and give it to somebody or something like that, but Yeah. I I I'm not going to take it home. I'm not like what is what is something that I can't do? Anything bread involved, honestly. Anything bread involved doesn't hold up for me. Yeah, the bread yeah. gets droopy. Yeah. Yeah. It gets gloopy. Normalized bread turning into gloppy. <laughs> More gloppy sandwiches for everybody. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I have like the op, the other version is where I don't like leftovers. So I will just kill myself at the table overeating to not leave anything on the plate. Because mm-hmm. I also was raised in like big, strong, empty plate culture at the mm-hmm. end of your meal, even if mm-hmm. it was at the cost of like overeating. So I still have that terrible habit too. I'm like, I can't. I'm be like, give me your food too, because we can't disrespect this cook like that. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like dying, I, just eating all this like garnish and parsley. I had my first experience eating so much at the, at a restaurant that I threw up outside. Like, Damn. A couple of weeks ago. Wait, what? Has never happened to me before. Like I was so <laughs> shocked. I didn't know what to do because it was like I've never known someone who worked at a restaurant, but the but my boyfriend's friend works at a hibachi restaurant in Racine, Wisconsin. So we went, and he kept sending out food, and I was like, I was like, I can't eat anymore. He's like, Well, then you're disrespecting my hibachi chef friend. And so we <laughs> kept eating, and then I like. When we finished, I like I just I I don't eat that much in a single sitting. And I walked two blocks away by myself and I threw up in a bush and it was an amazing meal. But it was like it was. Oh, my it was what are you, are you are we talking like good. <laughs> out of a bush? <laughs> do you normally what you do? Like, did you say you would quadruple your normal intake for a meal? Quintupled it? Like how many how much how many exponents? What's the exponent was, on top of? you know, what you ate. It was like more than twice than of what I would normally eat at a single meal. And he, mm-hmm. and it was, and all the food was good too. So I, I was like, my body was confused because I was eating good stuff, but I couldn't have any of more of it in my face. And I was drinking a Long Island iced tea. And oh then I God. just like absolutely spewed into a bush. I, I loved it. Like, don't disrespect the hibachi chef he did the little volcano with the onions and everything for us he did it was really exciting but i never yeah, been I to a, i never been to a hibachi i gotta go i gotta go check out benihana it's theater yeah, it's, 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 it's theater, theater. <laughs> i heard the food's pretty good too mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's the food's good. not bad i honestly i get more excited when they do that stupid ass volcano with the onion yeah 
I saw and they one. stacked the onions. I'm like, here comes the volcano. <laughs> he was but like a really one? good one too. So he like he could flip the onion into his hat and then flip it out oh. of his hat and then and then did the volcano. It was really exciting. I've I've noticed on TikTok there's like a huge genre of videos that looks like guys who used to work at Benihana who with like the with many restaurants <laughs> closing down. They were just making their own hibachi content like in their garage, like they would have a flat top and just show you how to make like fried rice or do different like hibachi skills. And I, I don't know. That was another <sighs> form of a TikTok spiral I went down. That's wild. So, so shout out to all the hibachi chefs out there. We respect you. Um, Carl, you got to get leftover hibachi. It holds up. I'm going to go to that bush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Where was it in Racine there. again? Here. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, go that gang. If you're in racing, racing, check out the bush. You're racing. I'm gonna go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the League of Their Own Museum, might. and I'm gonna go get some of that. Is there a League of Their Own Museum there? No, I know it took I'm place in racing. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't know if there is. I was I'm thinking sure. the same thing too. I'm <laughs> yeah. like the racing peaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. Is there yeah. any League of Their Own anything in racing? Like acknowledgement. There's def- people talk about it a lot. I've never seen a public acknowledgement of it, but I might like be missing Like today, something. they're still talking about it? They're like, man, remember League of Their Own? They're like, Every time what? I come here, yeah, my boyfriend's grandma will be like, you know, like League of Their Own. I mean, it's like the the thing. Racine is yeah. great. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hate on Racine or their hibachi food. It was my, it oh, was no, my no, body that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, you did some kind of MTV, the challenge eating thing, and you <laughs> rightfully reached your limit. I was trying. I was so inspired by I saw Joey Chestnut last month and I was like, I could do that. And then I threw up right away. How many? He ate so many fucking hot dogs. He ate 76 hot dogs, Miles, in 10 minutes. No ketchup. Impossible. Impossible. Absurd. It was ridiculous. And then I saw him and then he he it was really exciting. He like kind of like didn't he didn't push past me, but he like moved me aside to go to the bathroom afterwards it was really exciting oh wait who did joey chestnut joseph chestnut joseph christian chestnut he touched my shoulder i said excuse me excuse me because he had to go barf out all those hot dogs (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you've lived and you've lived quite a life i know he he went to san jose state university according to his wikipedia Yep. <laughs> Those are random facts brought to you by me Googling something right then in there. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. We'll talk some news after this. And we're back. Let's move on to some news, mostly having to do with Congress Yes, they might. They have some kind of bipartisan deal for the infrastructure that is not going to address any of the, you know, pressing climate issues. But we'll get to that at another time. The other thing that's really brewing on the Hill is COVID. You know, we are still in a pandemic, despite a lot of, you know, a lot of the messaging out there that says, like, everything's fine. Nothing's nothing's bad. Don't worry about it. Just just do whatever you got to do. Take your masks off and just live live free. A lot of the guidance has changed over the last week as the Delta variant is spreading. And the House, the House of Representatives, they're doing a very normal and responsible thing and making everyone mask up indoors regardless of vaccination. They say, you know what, it doesn't look like we can we can live that free at the moment. So let's actually be safe and responsible where these masks kicked off a bunch of BS from the right. Some were posting things like this one congresswoman was like, Pelosi's doing a power grab. 
And I follow science, not Pelosi. So if you want to do something, come and get me. And like this like whole menacing <laughs> like look and shit. It's so fucking tired. But at are they a minimum, like tweeting that or are they like yes. posting menacing up up angle selfies and saying that? Like, what do they do? It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, kind of when you when you got your eyes low. So you look up from your eyebrows and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's kind of like the the angle they're going and the like come do something about it is such like you know <laughs> like stepchild trying old. to get attention type mm-hmm. tactics where it's like i'll break the rules so they notice me <laughs> and i think that's kind of what's going on with some of these representatives but the good thing is i guess that the Capitol police are here to you know because <laughs> we because <laughs> we love the police not <laughs> they have made it clear that they aren't going to tolerate people flouting the safety measures just so they can get some headlines. They have been instructed, quote, if a visitor or staff member fails to wear a mask after a request is made to do so, the visitor or staff shall be denied entry and potentially be arrested for unlawful entry if they completely refuse. Wow. This doesn't apply to members. So people like Lauren Boebert and majorly tarnished gangrene are going to just have to be they're just going to do their just thing and continue to like be shoot super loogies abrasive. back and forth in in each other's mouths. Oh, can you imagine? I mean, I feel like that's the. Know. I'm sure. That... I feel like it might get that petulant. Like they're gonna do something. Like they're gonna be like, we cough in each other's faces. Okay, this that's is how I express do. my freedom. I sneeze in my colleague's mouth. <laughs> like a like a Groupon dentist. Like a Groupon dentist, exactly. Are they getting tested at least? <laughs> I mean. Mm-hmm. I think some might be, but there's uh, right now there's really no mandate around that. It just seems that they were asked people to get vaccinated. They're like, Meh. then others are like, I have an immune system. I don't need to wear a mask. And it's just sadly, this is where it's going to keep going around and around. But the way it's yeah. like working is if the cops, you know, they see something like a like a member not wearing a mask, then what they do is they snitch to their superior who will then tell the sergeant at arms and Pelosi and then Nancy Pelosi will then figure out what she wants to do. But I don't know what I don't know what she would, you know, what she's going to try to do, because any again, this is just like the problem with how our Congress works is there's just such a fear of the reaction of the right that right. nothing will happen. Like, yeah. Well, then if they do that, then they're going to start saying this. And it's like, well, but then but people are still safe. Like, what do you care? Like right, you're, and that's don't why be they're the just parent. allowed to sneeze all over the the Capitol. Cool. Right. Don't act like the parent who's afraid of their kid's reaction because you're you're creating rules. You're like, oh, but then my kid's not gonna like me. They're gonna you're post like, about it. Uh, Hello, you're trying to. You're the uh, okay. <laughs> hey, do what you got to do. Do what you mm-hmm. got to do. But yeah, such is the state of the pandemic. And yeah, I mean, for all the the talk of Republicans saying like, especially in this one member who was trying to like be like, come and get me when she says she believes in science. I'm like, what part of science are you believing in exactly? If you're saying because the CDC is going to recommend it. So who who is science in this? <laughs> Jesus is science. Oh, yeah. Christian science. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. Christian. But even <laughs> <laughs> They're like, so just no dinosaurs. No dinosaurs. <laughs> We're good. No dinosaurs, no doctors. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Science, though, I love it. Then, like, oh, God. okay. That would I make guess. a good t shirt in spite of its bad messaging. No dinosaurs, no, dinosaurs, no, no doctors. doctors. <laughs> That's, a good, That's a powerful phrase. Or it's a dinosaur dressed as a doctor <laughs> with, a, with a red X to it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Um, yeah. So again, this is just like the biggest pain in the ass to just experience as an American when we have so many vaccines that we're hoarding them and preventing yeah. the rest of the world from having them just to try and convince a group of people who aren't going to take it and allow, you know, these communities that are unvaccinated become like hyper laboratories for variant mutation. Because mm-hmm. uh, shit, I mean, th- that's another rabbit hole we can go down. But I'm not a virologist, so I'll just be a podcaster and say it could get scary. It seems based on thing, things I'm reading. I mean, I got it. I'm yeah. I'm back. I'm back since March. I got it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I told people like, "Hey, get get the vaccine," because yeah. I'm over. I'm like, I got it. Only thing that hurt was my pocketbook, but I'm like, yeah, I, I <laughs> Wait, lost. What do you mean? I lost the job, but oh, oh, I was gotcha. oh, I wow. was shooting something, and and they had to because they said they didn't want vaccinated people on that set. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I was shooting a Christian, <laughs> I was shooting a Christian Science movie. And, oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. They call, call said called Doctor Rex. And when I Doctor, said, Doctor, yeah, <laughs> I told him I was like, "Hey, man, I shouldn't come in. I have COVID." And he was like, "Oh, you're not gonna finish mm-hmm. the movie? Well, you're fired." No, no, but <laughs> <laughs> oh nah. But I, uh, <laughs> I definitely was like, "Yo, you should get this because I think the fact that I still got it after having the vaccine means that this shit is strong." Number one, mm-hmm. and number two, the fact that I'm pretty much like. Very, very, very mild symptoms means that the vaccine is working, at right, least to right, an right. extent. Mm-hmm. But they, their, their takeaway from me getting it was, it doesn't see, work. it doesn't work. You can still get it. It's like, you clowns. I'm not going to get it like you get it. Exactly. Yeah, like you're That's not in the, the hospital about it. That's, That's what, man, yeah. I have people in my family like that, too, who have gotten this shit twice, okay, yeah. and since the beginning of 2020. And are still on some like, no, nah, I have immunities type shit. And I'm like, you are like some people. I'm like, you are too damn smart for this shit. I don't know yeah. what the fuck you were thinking, but I don't. this is a, a familiar refrain. I think many people are experiencing yeah. in the country. We are not alone, no matter where you live or uh, what community you're in. So, yeah, again, this is just the, the current tug of war uh, on the hill. Another thing about COVID, which is interesting because, Carl, you're talking about how, you know, you're at Denny's and there was only one person working is this constant sort of screaming about a labor shortage that nobody wants to work because Mm -hmm. they're getting benefits and they're getting unemployment benefits and they're just loafing around. Okay, that's we've all seen the, the studies that say these people are not just collecting a check and kicking back many people are actually taking advantage of this social safety net. The fact right. that they could have benefits means they have they don't have the pressure to take just any old job that's going to screw them over mm-hmm. because they've the, the pandemic has given many people the perspective of like what work should look like or what it means to work or what you deserve to work. Mm-hmm. And because of that, just the, this trend of people leaving their jobs has not stopped. Like it's continuing. A lot of people are just being like, I'm, I need to find another job. Mm-hmm. And if, and, and again, because they have the ability, the flexibility with these benefits to just say, you know what, you don't need to, you don't need to actually have a job right now. You can take some time to look at what you want to do. That is being categorized as a labor shortage. Yeah. I, I think it is like a really, it, it's been interesting to kind of, 
watch this develop too because I feel like it kind of like unravels a lot of the like bootstrap mentality that most of us are raised with of like well you have to like if you don't have a job even if you hate it even if you're treated like shit even if you're not given any benefits and you don't make enough money to live like it, interpreting that as a personal failing versus a systemic one and the past year has like just laid that all out if mm-hmm. if it mm-hmm. wasn't something that you had you know kind of pieced together already that people are just like well no this is clearly a systemic failure and right. there are already i mean like there are so few social safety nets as it is that it's like of course people are gonna use this like it's that's what it's fucking for yeah I mean, anybody, you know, who's worked retail server job or whatever, it's it's bad. The money isn't good. And the sort of the constant deferential behavior you have to adopt to the customer is will grind your soul down, especially when people are screaming in your face about nothing. That's not your problem. And you're just there trying to do your job, too. And, you know, the. We're seeing like this sort of there's just two forces, right? There's the, the business owners who are like, where the fuck are they at? I got my less than fifteen dollars an hour I'm offering and they're not coming right. back because I'm not I'm not going to change my fucking business model and say, oh, I'm going to you know what people are asking for a living wage. Well, that starts to cut down on my profits. And I know and for smaller businesses, that's a that's tricky math, too, because sometimes you're already dealing with razor thin margins, which mm-hmm. is why. I feel like business owners, too, should implore the government to have things like universal health care because that's a cost that would be taken off an employer's plate. You know, there's ways that they can also participate in, you know, advocating better for everybody. But and then on the other side, you have the workers who are just saying like this. We cannot work for sub subsistence wages. I can't Mm -hmm. go to a place where this one job isn't going to support me. I don't, I can't work two and three jobs just to be able to have an apartment that's too small and barely enough food and have nothing to save at the end of the day. And really what this is, people are just begging for and screaming for is a real, just like, just having a reckoning with what we consider like labor, what we consider essential and what that means in terms of what you are paid, you know? Right. Like if you're if you're working an essential job, you should be able to work one job and live and have benefits Buff, so yeah. you can like it that it's just it's so obvious. But I I really hope that there is like some sort of change that's forced here. And my my fear is that the, the social safety net will just be scaled back. So people are forced back into jobs. And I really, really, really hope that what workers are, you know, organizing or just making individual choices to do right now actually does push for better conditions and, and better money. Yeah. Also, I Miles, I wanted to, you know, give you a shout out because you lost your small business, Studio City Shoe Buckle Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's, yeah. It, it was tough. Yeah. You had raised your thin margin. Shoe How buckles you- aren't, look, I, Carl, and Carl was like, it's not going to work, man. Yeah. Nobody wants shoe buckles. And I was like, what the fuck do you know, Carl? It's, it's, I, but listen, it's called Studio City Shoe Buckles. It's got yeah. S's and C's. It's got alliterative qualities to the name. Nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody wears shoe buckles anymore. I don't say know. It and wasn't I it would fun to back. work there. I didn't enjoy a second of it. Well, the problem was you weren't putting in enough hours to get those hour bonuses. I told you that would actually get you to that $15 an hour sort of wage that I promised. And your sales were low. Shifts. <laughs> Very easy <laughs> to get COVID. <laughs> Very easy to get COVID in the shoe buckle industry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when you're trying someone on for shoe buckles. Yeah. You are in coughing trajectory just beneath someone's 
knees yeah. just being like and what about this and they're like just talking at you it can be a, a an infection vector and i apologize we didn't op- we weren't really open for more than a week but yes <laughs> studio studio city shoe buckles is no more um <laughs> and i will be back though worry not because this is america and i'll find some way to grift some money to start another business but <laughs> yeah this like essential stuff it really feels like at a minimum, we could at the very least say if something's essential, that has to be a job that that can be your only job. And you can afford to have uh, you could be a single parent and you could have two kids and you can still put a roof and mud and food and everything and with your one job. But I think a lot of it because we've whittled away so many social safety nets since like, you know, the middle of the last century, that things that were like used to be free, like college became cash grabs when like Ronald Reagan's like, hey, man, like, you know, like you can kind of start charging people for like UC schools. You know what I mean? And that gave all the other public schools across the country the idea that, oh, yeah, now we can squeeze people for a little bit of money here. You know, actually, if you cut this part back of of medical care, you know, they'll pick that up and people won't really notice and you'll actually make a lot more money. We've whittled all these things back because if you think about it, ask your grandparents if they're still with us or your parents. People had you could have been a custodian and supported an entire family just being a custodian because there were enough there were enough and had just, retirement money yeah like yeah yeah and, and, and it's a completely different era now and now we're looking at things like that and just saying like oh essential that means essentially you're fucked that's pretty much what it means now and i think <laughs> it means it's maybe a, someone will clap for you as you pass to go to your job where you're not paid enough to live yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like businesses should be like, hey, if you come through with your like essential worker thing, like you drink for free, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you eat for free. Like I feel like, th- but uh, these are these are the <laughs> this yeah. is the situation we're in. Everybody go and outside I, and bang your pot to eight o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what? I, well, no, I think these people would just rather have like the health care paid for and like adequate child care. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna no, bang. I'm pots, gonna bang man. this pot. Yeah. Like, fuck. So, again, this realignment or hopefully there'll be some kind of realignment in terms of what we're calling labor these days. But, you know, as things get closer, you know, unemployment benefits are due to be cut off fairly soon. And that's Mm going to put about 40 million people under some more pressure. And we'll see what happens then. And, you know, I think a lot of organizations, especially around labor, are talking about like we need real organized labor strikes. Like, we really need to be able to organize around that to try and create some pressure and put that on the business owning community and our representatives in government to realize, fuck, like it's 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 yeah, I guess it's that bad. But I don't know from my perspective as a millionaire in Congress, it's hard to see. Mm. All right. Well, let's let's pivot off of that and go to a break. And we'll be right back after this to talk about Trump's king making streak. And we're back. So Donald Trump, he he put his weight behind a candidate in a special election that was happening in Texas earlier this week. Uh, this woman, Susan Wright, who is the the widow of the late Ron Wright, who passed away from covid. So this was like just it was a Republican seat. There was a primary going on and there was two candidates, Susan Wright and Jake Elzey. Trump was like, I'm all for Susan Wright. And guess what? She lost. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Trump 
said he actually won that one because he said this is from Axios quote. He also said that he actually won because Wright had bested Elsie in the initial primary and the runoff came down to two Republicans he liked. His quote is, I think this is the only race we've lost together. Trump said of McIntosh and the club of club for growth before catching himself mid sentence on the word lost. This is the only race we've this is not a loss. Again, I don't want to claim it as a loss. This was a win. The big thing is we had two very good people running that were both Republicans. That was the win. He. Mm. <laughs> if he concedes, uh, if he concedes three losses in his lifetime, he does explode. So there is a reason that oh, he's not right. doing. Yeah, his he, his head explodes into a cloud of blood if that happens. God, that is so. That's so embarrassing. The best part, though, is the club for growth straight played his ass to get him to back this candidate because they just were like, dude, this dude's so petty. Like, we can just say three things about the other person to make him put his weight behind this other candidate. They said, oh, you know, uh, Bill Elsey, he he said he won't join the Freedom Caucus. So he's not really that Trumpy if, if it comes down to it. Also, you know, Bill Crystal, that Republican who's also giving you trouble all the time, who's like saying you're not a conservative. He gave him money that one time. That's your enemy, right? Like talking to him like that. And he's like, oh, OK, yeah. So fuck him. Yeah, we're going with Susan Wright. And so he went all in on Susan Wright and lost. Ha, ha, ha. So this is just mm-hmm. a very interesting moment for Trump because he's looking at all kinds of legal exposure just as a private citizen. And he's also, you know, that came out that he's been using all that money that he grifted after the election when he was sending those emails. He's like, I need y'all to give me your money so we can protect this election. He's been spending that shit on his own expenses. Taco Bowls. He hasn't done, huh? Taco <laughs> Bowls. He's been spending on Taco <laughs> Bowls. Ooh, wait. Taco Bowl. Ta- okay, Taco Bowls leftovers. Yes or no? No. That's that, oh, that, that that I would yeah. do leftovers. Okay, all right. But it's different. Look, it's it's all context for different people. Like, I would probably dump the context, the contents out of the taco bowl because I'm not going to lie. You know, out in the humidity of a taco shell can just turn to like the worst kind of yeah. it's true. texture. Yeah. But, you know, I'm. I, it's weird. Even though I say that, I've had some trash leftover, like, scraped together meals. So I don't really have. I'll I, eat I, I have anything. eaten. Yeah, I'll eat it. I'll eat old fries. I don't oh. give a shit. I'll pull fries out the fucking trash old if Chipotle? I'm high enough. I could do a. I could do a, br- a burrito bowl. Okay. The a next bowl, day, yeah. if I didn't eat the whole thing, I will say Taco Bell soft tacos after after two hours. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? Ooh. Yes. I don't know Absolutely. if I can. Yeah, I've been, I I feel like I've been on a set where there was like old Taco Bell, lukewarm like, ones. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like fuck it. Whatever, let's do it. I can't do the cr- the crunchy ones, but I can do the soft. Yeah, yeah, because again, a soft crunchy shell, it's just it's disgusting. <laughs> and no, also, that's like, bad. and you know, to get to get back on the leftovers thing, like an old burrito. Sometimes the burrito becomes so saturated with like moisture that it becomes a whole other texture. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, it's, I don't like it's hard. That. And sometimes I'll just dump the contents out. I'll just be like, fuck it. But as Trump says. As Trump says, for a fresh taco Speaking bowl. Speaking of old burrito. <laughs> I've got to come. <laughs> I've got to come. I'm going to love it. You're going to love it. So this man is really slipping in his with his, in terms of his grip on the party because everyone was so afraid of like, well, whoever he picks is going to win because his word is the thing that will make all the boys come to the yard. It's like Khalees' milkshake, okay? And that's what we're all trying to figure out. Is it still powerful? And it doesn't seem like it is. 
then his lack of being able to pick winners is becoming a problem for Republicans. Like Mitch McConnell is pissed because at the very least, this turtle goblin turkey neck fool is saying like he knows you need candidates that are likable and electable to get them into the Senate to keep your majority. That's just like a Mm -hmm. basic rule. Whereas Trump, he's like he's picking people based off his like funhouse mirror of a brain and how he thinks election works. For example, he wants Herschel Walker, the former football player, Mm -hmm. to run for Mm -hmm. Senate in Georgia against Raphael Warnock. Herschel Walker lives in Texas, for starters, and he's also facing, like, really dark, grim allegations about spousal abuse, like putting guns to, like, his wife's head and things like oh, that. Wow. And I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, like, there's a lot to be like, ooh, this is not somebody Jesus. you want to run. But Trump, again, his logic is if there's a black man incumbent that needs to be defeated, then he wants a big, buff football black man to go against him. And that's like sort of his very superficial logic. He's like, yeah. that's how we're going to win. Herschel Walker, he's stronger. And like, it's not a, it's not a Mandingo fight. Like, he, what the fuck are he you He thinks that about? Herschel Walker played football at Georgia. So he thinks that he has right. like a lot of, but that's been so long ago. The young voters <laughs> don't know who the fuck Herschel Walker is. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. Herschel I Walker didn't. played, Herschel Walker played for University of Georgia in 1980. We wasn't even born. <laughs> We were like, like people in their mid thirties were not born when right. Herschel Walker was playing football at the University of Georgia. But see, you know, yeah. Donald Trump and Herschel Walker go way back to the USFL because he signed with the New Jersey uh, New Jersey Generals. Yeah, that was like his first big signing. Right. He got like a million dollar contract with them, and so that's why they're like friends. And then of recent, I watched a documentary on Herschel Walker. If I turn up missing, y'all know Herschel did it. Because he'd be listening to this podcast, I heard. He's a big fan of, he gets his shoe buckles done at Studio City Shoe yep, Buckle. Well, he does. He's a know. big fan I, I, of Jack's tweets. Just... <laughs> he, like, so he probably is listening to this right now. And I think young people, all they got to do is watch Herschel Walker's A Football Life, and they're not going to vote for him. <laughs> like, uh, do you think he's got like a like CTE? I think, that, I think he's had that for a long time. But he also just talked about oh. how his whole life he's just had anger problems and insecurities. I mean, this sounds right because the things are that he was putting a gun to his ex-wife's head yeah. to blow your brains out. The dude was like, when uh, I was 13, I used to do 1,000 push-ups uh, every day and because oh, no. they, no. they called me fat at school. And I said, oh, man, they called me fat at school and all I did was get fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and then you that'll, ended up being that'll very show talented you. person. Yeah. <laughs> That'll show oh you. Oh, my God. That's sinister. Yeah, so this sounds, yeah. I mean, this all tracks. And then another another candidate is in Arizona. All the Republicans are like, please have Doug Ducey, the governor, run. He is the most electable Republican in the state, and that's how we can get this Senate seat. Trump is just like, he can't get over the fact that, you know, he needed he wanted Doug Ducey to really overturn the election results in Arizona because they were quote unquote close spoiler alert they're, they weren't they're not and he just won't get over that so he's like no Deucey's Deucey's dead to me it's gonna be someone else and everyone's like fuck dude like this this guy doesn't even know how to pick a, like with like a properly he's just in his bag all the time and so mm-hmm. now people are very very concerned this is from Politico just talking about like what they see is happening 
with Trump. They say, quote, some Republicans contend that Tuesday's loss highlights a trend in Trump's post-presidency. His endorsement doesn't carry as much weight as when he was in office. After being kicked off social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook, Trump has been forced to promote his endorsement largely through email blasts. It is then up to the candidates and their allies to get the word out about his support. Wait. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Why isn't he on TikTok? Can he go live on TikTok? Can you go live on TikTok? TikTok? Oh, no. I'm Bro, you can go yeah, live on 75 you can go live years old. You can go you live go. on TikTok? I watch people fishing live on TikTok a lot of times. <gasps> that sounds nice. It's fun. There are these people who have, like, black light fishing rods, and then they'll put a black oh, light because mm-hmm. it'll be dark, so, like, their fishing rods are going, I don't know. Normalize that. Dumb shit. I'm Normalize. Gonna, yeah. Normalize. <laughs> Normalize day black light Normalize day glow fishing. <laughs> Come on now. But, yeah, so, so it looks like the deplatforming is working. Wow. Love that. Yes. Really quick, I just want to talk about Tokyo. Simone Biles obviously had to take care of number one. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out that her exiting the games because she was taking care of her mental health. She's like, I was getting the twisties, which a lot every other gymnast was like, oh, no, 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 you don't want that. Please. Oh, I didn't know about the call. twisties before yesterday. And uh, I didn't either. I got educated. I thought it was a porn it's site. Fucking... Yeah. What is it? <laughs> what is it? It's so it's this thing like where Simone Biles is saying for the degree of difficulty in, in some of her like vaulting skills and other parts, like you're doing all these twists in midair. She said she would do two and a half twists. And by the first one and a half, she would lose sense of where she was like oh. in midair and what her routine is. And for how aggressive she comes at these events, the potential for injury is really significant, yeah. especially if yeah. you're throw, you know, you're just flinging your body like left and right. You come down on your fucking head or something. It's, yeah, it could be terrible. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she was saying that's what they call the twisties. It's just sort of like this thing that happens to you where you're like, it's very dangerous. And again, that's why every gymnast was like, I, I get it. Like, that's absolutely the reason, and I guess even though most. It's like something that can like it's like a mindset that can like get you you can get locked in for like weeks and months at a time, which I didn't realize is a thing where it's just like, yeah, it's a a mental block that you really like just need to take time and take care of yourself and push through. Didn't Yeah, like like Gil Hodges, you know, the Brooklyn Dodgers, you know, sometimes you can just get get something in you and you're not right anymore. And you just got to kind of find it again. Do you ever get podcast twisties where you're just like, wait a second. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking Every about right now. Day. Every <laughs> damn day. I got them when y'all was talking about politics. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got the twisties. That's why I started talking I about taco I bowls. Know that. Taco <laughs> bowls. I got to contribute. What about the taco bowls? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Suni Lee, she won the women's all around. So shout out to her. This is like the fifth time She's an American is like one like fifth consecutive win by an American um, in that event. But back to the Simone Biles thing. The second she was going to exit the games, every trade like industry trade magazine. And I say this like in in the television industry, like things like Deadline, Variety, The Hollywood Reporter. These are like the magazines that people who are like working at networks and things read every day. That's their news. All the headlines were about Simone Biles potentially exiting the games. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, so this is I know how they're looking at it. They're like ratings, everyone, the ratings. If Simone Biles is not there, what are we going to do? And that's when I was like, this is so fucking like it because I was like, there's a lot of headlines about her taking care of herself. And I don't think suddenly Hollywood are the biggest mental health advocates. Yeah. So. It's got to be about those sweet, sweet ad dollars diminishing because we know the ratings have been terrible. Yeah, and the basketball team is bad. So, like, between the basketball yeah. team being bad and small balls backing out, like, man, nobody watching this shit. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think in general too, just the the wind is out of the sails because most people are just bummed by the idea that it's still happening in the middle of a pandemic in a country that is only like twenty five percent vaccinated and they're breaking bad records, like yeah. in terms of daily new infections. So it's all and that's very... on top of like how awful the Olympics are for like any community right. they enter too. So it's just like, yeah, just don't just don't fucking do it anymore. But the big thing with all the organizers at the Tokyo Olympics and the like the government of Tokyo saying like, I know we've got record cases, but it has nothing to do with the Olympics being here. OK, so like, <laughs> let's just try and keep those separate thoughts and let's continue just checking out the Olympics, even though you see on like some of these events. People are coming out in the street to like cheer people on in the cycling or whatever stuff that they're able to kind of see. But despite all that, a lot of the experts are saying like it's more than just like whether or not you can prove if the bubble works. It's the idea that it's happening and people are watching it on TV and it's, if the coverage seems so normal. It's giving people a false sense of comfort, especially in Japan, that mm -hmm. they're not going through a terrible inflection point when it comes to new cases. So... Uh, yeah, we keep keep your eye on that one. Folks. No Olympics. Yeah. There no, there it is. Olympics, no, Olympics. Baby. no Olympics. I did just, just keep I, them in one place. That the, the gear is very tight, though. That Nike gear for LA 28 is hard. Uh, but no Olympics. Like? No, it isn't, Carl. No, that shit is nice. I had, you <laughs> the know, shit is nice. The marketing nice. got me. The marketing got me. But no Olympics. <laughs> but no Olympics, though. Don't, don't break yeah, them. Carl's going to be rocking that, but still be like, oh, yeah. it's an Olympics. I'm going to have day. a full American track Just put a red X across it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not on the front. And, and dinosaur doctors. Yeah, yeah, same as no dinos, no doctors. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, shit. Damn. LA 20. Stop. Huh? You see? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm leaving the fucking call. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. This one shirt is all blacked out. Yeah. Um, but yes, we shall see what happens. I think. There's already the uh, pole vaulter tested positive, who I think was like a heavy favorite for the event. So we're already seeing okay. that person exit. So we'll see. Definitely not like the NBA bubble. But, Bryce, you know. Bryson DeChambeau, Bryce DeChambeau, the golfer. He also hmm. tested positive and had to back out. And he's a big Trump guy. Really? Yeah, um, he's Taco Bowl. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, there, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. I hope. You know, whatever. I don't want people to more people than have to get injured, but it's, right. this, that's the cynicism of trying to force a global event in the middle of a pandemic in a place that has doesn't have the vaccination rates that it needs. Because again, yeah. a lot of countries are hoarding them, and you have Pfizer being like, "You might need a third shot," you know, or Pfizer might need a third check. But we'll see. There's so many things happening, which is why mm -hmm. it's in the zeitgeist, as it were. Okay, yeah. before we go, I just want to touch on something. Just the power of Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, because earlier this week in Paris, a man got away with like a pretty brazen robbery at a very famous jewelry store. Uh, they see the gray haired man who was wearing a gray suit and tie, expensive leather shoes and a surgical mask to hide his identity, waltzed into the LVMH Chamay jewelry shop. Jewelry, jewelry, like a friend, a jewelry shop <laughs> on Tuesday, and asked to see several expensive pieces. Police say he had made the appointment the day before under a false name, using false documents that proved that he had the funds to pay for more than one million dollars in jewelry, as is required to make an appointment at a place like that. Once the jewels were on the display table, 
Oh, oh, you thought mm-hmm. it was <laughs> you thought it was killing Mike because he said, run those fucking jewels. He pulled a gun out and stuffed the gems into a grocery bag before swiping the dealer security badge and, uh, to leave the locked store. He then made off on an electric scooter he had parked outside, easily melding into traffic to make his escape. Wow. And so everyone's like, what the fuck happened? This man just casually got on a fucking scooter and zipped off to like meet his other accomplice with millions in, in jewelry. Well, what the fuck happened? They <laughs> say, quote, witnesses at an adjacent cafe who could have helped identify him were distracted by the presence of actor Jean-Claude Van Damme, who had just entered a local optical shop. <laughs> <laughs> Lens crafters. Lens. Lens crafters. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Someone's out there like, help! This, I've just been robbed. This man just robbed. Me. People are like, They're like, no, 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 no. Just a second. Jean Claude Van Damme. I can't believe it. Jean Claude Van Damme. I can't believe it. It feels like a scene in a Jean Claude Van Damme movie where, like, he would have done something to create a distraction for, like, the yeah. heist to go off. But I'm just, uh, I'm just really surprised that he is really turning heads like that in the midst of a brazen <laughs> jewelry robbery that, like, everyone's like. I mean, how the fuck could we have known JCVD was walking to get... I think he was getting new lenses and his sunglasses. They're prescription. I, th- I think they're Persols that he's wearing. So <laughs> he's not messing around. But because Paris has like the wild CCTV system, they were able to just very casually track him. And they found him at a rest stop where he was trying to get on a bus to Serbia with another accomplice. And they think that he may have uh, unloaded a lot of the jewels, like already sold them before he got on this bus. So, hey. And that's is, why we need our cities to be heavily surveilled. Exactly. I've been saying this. That's why we need to ban Jean-Claude Van Damme from our streets. <laughs> that you know, is this man truly, is a distraction. Everyone should just get a cardboard cutout of him in case they're ever, like, caught in a situation. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, throw it. I mean, I get it. He's, I believe he's from Belgium, right? Because they call him the muscles from Brussels uh, back in the day. Oh, so, I even, yeah, I don't I, know much about his, like, life. I just know. Hey, Euro Zeitgang, can you tell me, is is that really a neck breaker to see JCVD like that? Because I feel like flippantly, like, wasn't there, like, an Amazon show that uh, was made about him called JCVD? Like, that was very sort of tongue-in-cheek yes. about, like, him just being kind of Jean-Claude. Martin yeah, was it was his good. Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> and they played they played a theme song on an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine what does that show look like? Uh, if if there was a, a curb type show, but it was about Jean Claude Van Damme's world, that'd be so good. What is he like getting mad at like other martial artists who are doing like splits? And he's like, oh, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty derivative. I'd say. <laughs> I was doing that, and you're like, okay, sir. Uh. But anyway, good luck to him and i love to see his career keep going on well carl thank you so much for coming on the daily zeitgeist today bringing up taco bowl rules and leftover rules where can people find you and follow you and and what's a tweet that you like you can follow me on instagram i'm not on twitter anymore but i still i still look around every now and then i got me a little burner you'll never find it you might find it but uh i saw a tweet that's very funny to me (laughs) it made me laugh quite a bit i'm not saying that I agree with the sentiment of the t- tweet, but it was very funny. So I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, this guy, Jazz2x, said, Jeff Bezos took two men with him to space instead of some bitches. And that's all I needed to know. <laughs> 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 
It's so stupid. <laughs> what does that avatar look like? Uh, it's, it's, tw- it's 21 Savage. <laughs> okay. uh, love it. 21, 21, 21. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, thank you so much for helping me host today. Um, where can people find you and follow you, listen to you, your new, uh, just your new materials? And what's a tweet that you like? Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter, Jamie Loftus Help, Instagram, Jamie Christ Superstar. You can listen to me and Miles on ActCast. It's my new podcast hey. where uh, I read every single Kathy comic strip and we <laughs> talk about it. I promise it's fun. Uh, and Miles plays Irving. So if that doesn't sell you on it, I don't know what. Out here doing Will, voices. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, I'm doing a DSA event tonight with a bunch of people I, I really like John Early, Nick Sorelli, Brad Evans, uh, Cynthia Nixon, et cetera. That is, uh, that's going on at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Um, reposting it everywhere if, if you're interested in checking that out and the tweet i'm gonna shout out the gloppy tweet i feel like we got a lot of mileage out yeah. of it and it would be wrong not to shout out normalize being so sweaty in the summer that people <laughs> mistake you for <laughs> gloppy and <laughs> that's from uh, at two saddington is gloppy from Candyland? i gotta show because i was i don't quite remember Oh I've yeah! I've seen this image of it's, Gloppy. It looks like the it looks like the pile of like. Check him out. He looks like yeah. A, he looks hey, like, a, like a sentient food. diarrhea. What is that yeah, from? Yeah, he does. Is I that chopped steak? That's chopped beef. I think he's <laughs> wait. Is that chopped beef for Gloppy? <laughs> wait, that's that's chopped beef's cousin, Gloppy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's from Candyland, I guess. So it is sh- from okay. Yeah. Shout out the Gloppies out there. Shout out the world. Gloppy. You can find me uh, all over the place. First, let me tell you a tweet that I like. First one is from Blair Saki at Blair Saki uh, tweeted going on a date tomorrow, praying all day. He doesn't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, 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 that tracks. Um, and another one is from at Kenzie an idiot uh, tweeted today. I said, I want somebody to care that I hurt to my therapist. And she started crying. Is that allowed? <laughs> And that one just felt, woo, God, <laughs> felt that shit in my bones. My therapist ever start crying, I beat his ass. If you, I was, I, I, I always, I abide by the rule that if you can make your therapist cry, the session is free. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. A good well, okay. Policy. What kind of cry? Like, it, does an empathetic tear, like, no, sort of it, count? They, or they if, have to if feel you make them straight up. Down, they have to feel straight up bad for you. <laughs> they have to be like, wow, that your life is is garbage. I have nothing oh. to say. <laughs> or if you can like stump your therapist where they're just like, yeah, that's just a bad situation. I'm like, I'm not giving you $100 for telling me it's a bad situation. That's why I showed up. Right. Anyways. That's like, that was like sort of in the office space where the fucking, where he's like going to that therapist and he's like describing like just how fucked up like his, he feels like his existence is. And then the therapist's like, God, that's messed up. <laughs> just, just <every> <laughs> I'm like, hey, 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 hold on. That's free, I think, because I KO'd you with my life. You can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Also, the other show, 420 Day Fiance. If you like weed, you like 90 Day Fiance, you like 90 Day Fiance or weed or a combination, check out the show. Go to twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance for that one. 
You can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We got a website. We got Facebook fan pages. You can go to www.dailyzeitgeist.com where we post the episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. There it is. Thank yeah. you. And you can check out the song we ride out on, which I will give in a second. But just to remind you, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What song are we going to ride out on today, you ask? Well, I'm feeling rather old today. And I'm really getting in the spirit of listening to some remixes of J-Lo's Get Right. um, (laughs) Because let's get out. But uh, this isn't that song. It's Get Right. But it's like a very... I don't know. It feels like a, like a, like a sexy dinner version remix of "Get Right," and it's by the artist Ekani E K A N Y. And I believe this remix is available on Spotify. But this is Ekani's "Get Right," so check that out. And that's what we're right off. Check back in with us a little bit later. We'll tell you what's trending. And until next time, which will be an afternoon, and then maybe after that, we'll see you again soon. All right, bye, bye.